are listening to the Manifesting God podcast with your host, Marie Elizabeth. This podcast will uplift and brush you into the manifestation of the promises of God in your life. Good evening. Good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Prophetess Marie Elizabeth Kenyon, and you are listening to the Manifesting God podcast. Again, thank you so much for joining us on this evening. We are at the end of 2020. This is our last broadcast for this year. And I'm telling you what a year it has been. So many of you out there have written me. A lot of us have started new businesses. We've started new ventures. We've done things in God that at a time of um, shutdown that we not thought possible. We've done things in God that we'd not thought possible. And I want to draw your attention to the things, the things that God has done through you this year that you've not even thought possible. Who would have thought that I'd be doing a podcast one day? Who thought that it'd be published internationally, that it'd be shared? God is still on the throne is what I'm saying. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it seems like, no matter what the enemy tries to say, what the enemy tries to do, no matter the hosts that rise up against God's people, I want you to take a look and understand that you, ma'am, you, sir, are still standing. You, ma'am, you, sir, now stand with your testimony firm in your grip. You have survived. You have survived. A lot of us have never, ever seen anything like this. Not in our time. We've not seen anything like this. I'm sure, you know, sometimes I think even if my parents were alive today and I could ask them, they would tell me, nope, we've never seen anything like this. We've never seen the country in this state. We've never seen the children, our next generation in this state. We've never seen it. But I'm here to tell you, if you're alive today, you, ma'am, sir, you have a testimony. You have a word in your belly to save the sin sick souls. We've been talking all month about being positioned for power. But let me tell you, now we are entering in into a transition where now it's time for that power to be activated. It is time for that power to be activated. We can no longer live in doubt. Why? Because we have proof that God is a deliverer. We can never, we can no longer proclaim that we are people that live in lack. Why? Because God has proven himself to be a provider. We can no longer tell ourselves that we have, we don't have power in God, that we can't move in God because we understand now that no matter what's happening around us, it's in God that we live, we breathe, we have our very being in him. He is the 
the one that has stood up and will continue to stand up in us no matter the pressure that the enemy brings. And if you're alive today and you're under the sound of my voice, I'm telling you, it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what you've been through. Why? Because repentance is always as close as your mouth. All you have to do is open your mouth and God said, I will hear you when you draw nigh to me. I will draw nigh unto you and I'll cast your sin into the sea of forgetfulness to be remembered no more. I won't hold it against you no more. Why? Because I have a promise. I have promised and sworn by myself. I'm the covenant. I've sworn by myself that you will live and you will not die. You will declare the works of the Lord. Uh-huh. Because why? I positioned you with power. I position, I've given you spiritual leadership to guide you through the troubling times when you feel like you're not sure which way to go. I positioned you for the pressure. You're ready. You can handle the pressure that of the, of the times you can handle the pressure that the world would try to put on you. Guess what? You can even handle the pressure that the church would try to put on you. He said that my body would try to put on you. I've caused you to stand through all types of uh, tribulations, all types of trials. So now you know, now you know, right, Stacy? Now you know I can stand. I've got power to stand. And the word of testimony of deliverance is in my mouth. The word of healing is in my mouth. The word of deliverance is in my tongue. Why? Because I stand. Simply because I stand. Simply because I stand. Go to Habakkuk 2. Simply because I stand. Go to Habakkuk 2. We are, we are deviating from our series because this is our last, this is our last podcast for the year. And I'm here to give you a prophetic word about what God is instructing us to do because we have a work to do for the Lord. And I'm going to tell you something. If you, if you even think you are of the remnant, you must be able to stand and know that God is going to stand up in you no matter what is happening around you. Guess what? No matter what's happening inside you. You still have to know, you have to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I am the remnant. I am the chosen one. I have been positioned for power. I have the needed elements to be able to succeed in God, to be able to stand in his word, no matter what's going on. No matter what's going on. See, you have to understand in order to proclaim that you are the remnant, that means you're saying, I am left. I am left. I am left. And then to be left in this earth realm, to be left in this earth realm at a time, at a time when understanding and loving God is not popular. You alone remnant people are the people that will stand as God's presence in the earth realm when all else is lost. See, God has positioned us to stand when all else is lost, when his name is 
when his name amongst his chosen ones even will be lost. The remnant still must stand and they still must proclaim that God is sitting on the throne. They still must be able to proclaim even under pressure that God is still standing on, sitting on the throne and God is still standing up in us with power. See, as the remnant, we have to allow, we have to choose that to be so, or we'll crumble with everyone else. We'll fall to pieces when trials and tribulations come and when the pressure comes, just as everyone else who do not know God, but we that know God know that our confidence, our strength is in him. It is in him alone. Now I'm going to go to Habakkuk because there's a scripture here that specifically God has given to me that is going to speak to us and to what God is requiring of us now. See, because what, now that we know that we have been positioned for power and we know that God has given us in the earth realm help, we have leadership to help us. We're not out here alone. And now that we understand that we can stand under the pressure because he's positioned us to stand under the weight of that pressure, we have to look at Habakkuk. Now let me let me just precedence this on saying that Habakkuk had a complaint. Habakkuk wasn't feeling God in this moment because he didn't understand how long Habakkuk did not understand how long, God, are you expecting me to just keep calling you for help and I don't feel like you're listening? How long, God, am I supposed to cry out to you and see the violence but you won't save? How long are you going to make me look at this injustice? And how long are you going to tolerate all this wrongdoing? I see nothing but destruction and violence and strife and conflict and and the, and even he said the law in verse 4 in chapter 1 it's paralyzed it can't do nothing and justice can't even prevail and then he said the wicked him and the righteous so that justice is even perverted see habakkuk has a complaint he has a complaint, much like some of our complaint today. See, complaint is simply a statement. It's just simply an acknowledgement of what is ever before us. It is, it is an admittance and confession of what we see before us. What we see before us, it has a, a negative connotation, the word complaint, but it's simply what we see before us. And it's our tone that in our presentation that can make that complaint a negative complaint or that makes that complaint, that word negative. It's the, it's our tone when we're addressing or when we're mentioning or when we're speaking as to what is happening. And Habakkuk's complaint here is of the negative, the negative connotation where he said exactly how long, how long at the core of his complaint, the root of his statement is saying, how long complaints, how long you not listen. How long? Violence. How long? Injustice. How long? Wrongdoing. How long? Violence. How long? Strife. How long? Conflict. How long? Law paralyzed. How long? Justice not prevailing. How long, God? How long? You would not be. 
You would not be you, a human being, if you have not yet asked God, how long? What's going on? How long? How long? But the message today, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you in a bit, but God answered him and God told him, he told him, I'm in chapter one right now, because I'm summarizing. He said, he said, you know, look at the nations and be amazed because I'm going to do something in your day that you wouldn't have even believed, even if I told you. So why is God silent right now? Because you wouldn't believe what he's about to do, even if he told you, even if he broke it down for you, how he's going to address, how he's going to address the lack of help, the violence, the injustices, the wrongdoing, the wrongdoing, the strife, the conflict, even if he told you how he was going to address it, you wouldn't even believe it. You wouldn't even believe it, he said. And then he said he's going to, you know, he told them that he was going to raise up some impetuous, some ruthless people to street, to sweep across the earth. And, and he was going to, they were going to cease dwellings that were not their own. They are feared and a dreaded people. He said their horses are even as lepers. They all come with the intent of violence. And then, you know, listen to this. Habakkuk said in verse 12, okay, well, since I'm already on a roll here, let me tell you how I feel about that. And he said, Lord, you, are you not from everlasting? My God, my Holy one, you will never die. You Lord have appointed them to execute judgment. You, my rock have adorned, ordained them to punish. Your eyes are too pure. They're too pure to look on evil. You can't tolerate wrongdoing. So that explains why Habakkuk felt the way that Habakkuk felt because God, he felt like God couldn't tolerate wrongdoing. Why should I? And, and, and while I'm talking to you, Lord, why are you? Why are you? Why does it seem as if you are tolerating the wrongdoing? Why does it seem that you're looking at pure evil when I know that you're a God that you can't even look at pure evil? You can't even tolerate wrongdoing. Yet you seem, it would seem that you're tolerating the treacherous. He says in verse 13, it would seem as if you're tolerating the treacherous. It would seem as if you're silent. Why the wicked swallow up those that are more righteous than them. So you seem to be silent while all this is going on in the earth room. The wicked foes pull, pull up them with hooks. He catches them in his net. He gathers them in his drag net. And then he's rejoicing. So the wicked, they're conquering and they're rejoicing at their ability to conquer. While we that love God, Habakkuk says, I'm not, I'm not hearing nothing. I'm not hearing anything from you. I know that you can't look, look on um, impurities. I know you can't just be sitting there looking at wrongdoing. So, so why are the wicked doing whatever they want and seemingly rejoicing about it? Is he to keep on emptying his net, destroying nations without mercy? Is that what we're doing? God, we just, we just, okay. I understand we're we're doing It's about judgment. And I understand it's about punishment, but 
why does it seem like Rebecca is saying I'm being the I'm the one being punished? Why are the wicked seemingly doing whatever they want? And and they're and they're rejoicing at their ability to do just that. And then Rebecca says, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. So now we're at verse two, chapter one. He says, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. This is the attitude that I begin to take. I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to stand my watch and station myself, as Rebecca said, on the ramparts. I will look and see what he will say to me and what answer I am to give this complaint. So I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to stand my watch. I am not going to move from my watch. You hear me prophets? Do not move from your watch. Station yourself on the ramparts and look, look and see what God will say. Look and see what words or how he will answer this complaint. How, what, God, what would you, what would you have me to think or do in this time? What would you have me, God, to say in this time? Because I'm looking now, I'm looking and the enemies are running rampant. The enemies are doing whatever they want and they're rejoicing at their ability to do so. And in the meantime, I understand that enemies can be raised up to punish and judge. I understand that. But how long? How long? Rebecca is met with silence. How long, God? How long must we tolerate? And I see, I hear, I, you know, God hears our complaints have gone up to God. And God is saying, I hear your complaint. How long we're looking every day. It's something every day. It's someone God, how much longer, how long, how long the Lord's answer. Verse two, verse two. Then the Lord replied, Write down the write down the revelation. I'm looking in the NIV version. Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets, so that a herald may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false, though it linger. Wait. For it, it will certainly come and it will not delay. It will certainly come and it will not delay. And the King James Version says, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is for an appointed time but at the end at the end the vision shall speak the vision will not lie the vision will not lie though the vision may tarry though it may tarry wait for it because it will surely come it will not 
tarry. The vision will not tarry. What am I saying to you today? One phrase, turn the page. God is saying, you, turn the page. Turn the page. We're focused on what is happening to us, around us. It's legitimately so. It's legitimately so. And isn't it odd that amidst all the commotion and everything that is happening, God would say, write. Write the vision. Write what you see. Write what you see. Make it plain. Make it elementary. Make it elementary so that those that will come along after the vision, they can read it and they can run with it. They can read it and they can run with it. So, so all of this is happening for me to write the vision. Yes, it's happening for you to write what you see. Write what you see. Why? Because what we are seeing, what God is going to show us has never been seen before. Would not have believed it even if he told us. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to write the vision. Why? So that as we go on remnant, we have the vision in hand to run with it. What we are seeing now has never been seen before. We would have never believed how what's happening now and what God is going to do. We wouldn't believe it if he had told us, but we won't be able to retain what's happening now to compare what, what to compare it to what God is going to do if we do not write it down. You would never believe it even if God told you. So you must write down everything that is happening now from your perspective. What is happening to you, ladies and gentlemen? How do you perceive today? How do you perceive what's happening daily? Write it down day one, day two, day three. Write it down. And as God begins to transition us out of remnant, I'm talking to you, out of this seasoning, season, as he begins to transition us out of this season and begin to make us those seasoned, uh, seasoned in Christ, you are going to begin to write next how God begins to turn it. Why? Because that is a testimony that cannot be denied. That is a testimony that will not be able, will not be able to be refuted because it will be clear as it is written. So what is God saying? What am I saying to you? Take glimpse, take a glimpse at what's happening on, but see, don't Fix your eyes on what is happening. Instead, fix your eyes on what you're writing. Focus. Write the vision. Make it plain. Because when God begins to turn it, you have to write that down. Comparance. You're going to be writing them both down so that when, when, 
when the when it's time for you to issue to speak your testimony you have proof you have proof of where we were and what God has done something that has not always been done in times past is the witness has not been established God is establishing his witness in the earth realm that's what I'm telling you. God is establishing his witness in the earth realm. But for that to fully come to fruition, the vision must be written. What is seen today versus what we will see tomorrow. And God has promised that what we will see tomorrow, our eyes have never beheld. And we wouldn't, our belief system can't even comprehend it because we've never seen it. We have never seen it. See, uh, verse four says, some people's desires, and I'm reading in the, well, I don't want to read in that version. I was going to read in the common English version, but I don't want to read in that version. I'm going to go back to the King James version. And I want to stay with that one for verse, for chapter two. And then I'm going to go right here back to verse three for the vision is yet for a po an appointed time. It is yet for an appointed time. See, it is written today to be executed tomorrow. It is written today to be executed tomorrow. The witness of the matter will testify tomorrow. The witness of the matter will testify tomorrow. The witness is established today but it will testify tomorrow. It says, verse three, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. So the vision is written today. It will testify in its appointed time. But at the end, at the end, it shall speak and it will not lie. It will not lie. Though it will tarry, so it will tarry. It will take a moment, but you, we're going to wait on it. Wait on it. We're going to wait on the vision. We're going to wait for what God is going to show us that he is going to do. We're in a posture. We're going to get in the posture where we're writing and we're waiting and we're right and we wait. Like Rebecca said, I'm going to stand my watch. So I'm going to write. I'm going to stand and I'm going to watch. I'm going to write. I'm going to stand and I'm going to watch. Why? Because the vision is for an appointed time. And so it's not speaking yet. It's going to speak at its appointed time. It's appointed time. It's going to speak and not lie. It's wait for it because it will surely come. And again, the scripture says, wait for it. Wait for it. And that's very important because it says it twice in one verse. Wait for it. Wait for it. So we don't have to be consumed with what is happening and what we're writing. We don't have to be consumed on what God is showing us today because we know that we are going to, Habakkuk says, stand and we are going to, we are going to watch and we are going to affirm our foot upon the fortress. So we're going to, we're going to stand fast. We're not going to allow anything to move us. We're not going to allow anything to, to distract us. We're going to stand and watch. 
We're going to stand and watch and we are going to write the vision as God shows it to us. Why? Because God is establishing his witness in the earth realm. I'm talking to the remnant. You're only going to understand me if you're the remnant. God is establishing his witness in the earth realm. Verse four says, behold, he whose soul is not upright in him will become filled with pride, but the just shall live by faith. You are not writing the vision. You are not standing and watching to become arrogant and filled with pride pride. You are writing and you are standing. You are writing the vision. You are standing your watch with your feet affirmed so that your faith, so that your faith, the Bible says in verse four, behold, he whose soul is not upright in him will become filled with pride, but the just in his Faith shall live. So you are writing the vision, standing and watching firmly so that your faith, so that your faith can live, so that your faith can live. Verse five says, even more than he who is given over to wine, the transposer, the proud man shall not remain, who enlarges his desires as sheol and is as death and cannot be satisfied, but gathered unto him all the Gentiles and heaps unto him all the peoples. So even the one that is given over to worldly consumption, wine, the transposer, the proud, they're not going to remain. Why are they not going to be right? Remain because their soul is not upright in them. They're going to, they're so filled with pride. They're so filled with pride. They will not remain. It doesn't matter if they gather, as it says under scriptures, heaps unto him all the peoples. It doesn't matter if everyone gathers unto the liar. It doesn't matter if everyone gathers to the wine bibber. It doesn't matter if everyone gathers to the transposer, the proud. It doesn't matter if they have the crowd. It doesn't matter if they have the crowd because the just in his faith, that's where we live. We live in our faith, in our faith, in our faith. And how is our faith increased? Because we're writing the vision. We're writing the vision. We're seeing what's happening now and we're seeing what God is doing. We're seeing what God is doing, what's happening in the world. And we're watching, we're standing our post and we're watching as God makes change. We're seeing as the world takes away and we're watching as God provides for us. We're seeing as the world destroys and we're watching as God builds us up. We're seeing as the world puts their foot on us and we're watching as God raises us up. We're seeing God in action and we're writing that vision down and our faith is increasing hence God is establishing his witness his witness in the earth he is establishing his witness in the earth and the choice is ours 
The choice is ours. We can look at the world and continue to ask God and complain to God as to how long. We can continue to complain to him as to how long, how much more, how long are the wicked going to prevail? We can focus on that or we can mark it down. Day one, the wicked prevail. Day two, God provided. Day three, the wicked put their foot on the necks of the Christian. Day four, God rose rose up in us and stood up in the Christian and, and decimated the tools of the wicked and the craft of the wicked. See, God is always, wherever there is an enemy attack, there will always be a godly counterattack. But if we do not, as Habakkuk did, stand uh, upon our watch and affirm our foot upon the fortress and watch If we're so busy looking at what the enemy is doing that we do not see what we will not see what God has done. We won't see the counter act. Um, the, The good news edition says I will climb my watchtower and wait to see what the Lord will tell me to say and what answer he will give my complaint. I like that part. I will climb because I'm climbing my watchtower means I'm intentional about where I'm going. I'm intentional intentional about my place. I'm intentional about where I, my positioning. So I'm climbing my watchtower and I'm looking out upon my watchtower because I'm waiting to see what the Lord will tell me to say. So I don't need to speak what actions are happening in the world as Habakkuk's complaint showed us when he told God everything that was happening around him. I don't need to talk to God about that. What I need to do is look out and see what God is going to tell me to say about what is happening because my words give God entrance into the earth realm to act. My word, the words that he gives me to speak will bring changes to what I see in the world today. So I don't need to comment on the lack of provision that the world seems to not, the government seems to not want to provide for the people that have not. I can look at that, but then I stand at my watchtower, the one I climbed up to, that I positioned myself in intentionally, and I can stand there and I can wait and I will hear the Lord tell me. I speak of provision over lack right now the called those that are called of Christ and those that hear and love the Lord I speak provision and the angels will go to work and they will begin to distribute that which is needed among those who do not have it today so I can I can I don't need as Habakkuk did to sit and watch the violence and then complain to God about the violence. No, 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 no. I climb up to my high, my watchtower and I wait and I see what the Lord will tell me to say. And the Lord will say to me, peace in that region, violence cease and the angels will go to work and they will stand guard and violence will cease. Violence will cease. See, we, 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 we see what's happening in the world, but I don't need to, I don't need to speak. 
speak that I speak the change that God deems in that to happen in the earth. That's the change that I speak. I write down, Lord, I see that they'll see that provision. People, the people of God need provision. I write that down. And then God will I go up to my watchtower and I wait to see what God would tell me to say. And God says, speak a provision over their life so that the angels can go to work. The the people, the saints of God are getting weary. Because they're getting weary, they're getting sick in their bodies, God. And God will say, okay, from the watchtower, he tells me because I'm properly positioned. I've climbed and I'm properly positioned in my watchtower and I'm waiting to see what the Lord will tell me to say. And he says, speak healing, speak healing to their minds and calm to their minds so that their bodies will begin to receive my word of healing. And the angels are dispatched to speak healing to the mind of those who are consumed with sickness in their minds that has transferred now to their bodies because of their concern for the what's happening in the world today. And healing begins to occur because they're open to the word of healing that God sends through his angelic help. See there, we have to be careful. We must be careful that we are speaking, that we are saying what God is telling us to say and that we are not speaking with the enemy with the enemy would try to get us to confirm in the earth realm. We must stand our watch. (coughs) We must stand our watch. We must climb to our proper position. We must climb to our proper position and wait and see what the Lord will tell us to say. Why? Because he is establishing his witness in the earth realm. And that witness is being established through the people of God that will write the vision, that will wait, that will climb the watchtower and wait and see what the Lord will say unto them. And they will say what the Lord says. Not the people that can get caught up into the foolishness, the foolishness of the world and the world system and then track it back into the church and then try to um, make the church adopt uh, the world's ways or the world system. Now I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the remnant people who understand that I have a I have a watchtower that I must get to. I have I have a weight that I must position myself under so that I can see what the Lord will tell me to say. That's who I'm talking to. I'm not I'm not talking to the people who are looking for their next platform or their next ministerial assignment or engagement. I'm not talking to the people who are looking for their next virtual conquest. I'm talking to the remnant people who understand writing a vision and to establish a witness in the earth realm. I'm talking to the remnant who understand how to climb, how to climb to get to the watchtower, how to climb to get to that place of position. No matter what's being thrown at them, they duck, they move, they still climb. 
climb to that place of watching and they climb to that place of waiting and they climb to that place of seeing so that they can hear clearly what the Lord is telling them to say. God, again, is establishing his witness in the earth realm. It is up to us to turn the page. It is time to write a fresh vision. It is time to write the vision as ascribed, as dictated to you by the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. No more your vision. No more what's happening around you. That is not the vision that God is requiring. That is not the vision that God is going to bring to pass. That is not the vision that God is seeking to manifest. That is not the vision. That is not the vision. But as Habakkuk said, I'm going to stand so I can hear what he would tell me to say. God said, I'm looking for people that were waiting, that are waiting to hear what I will tell them to say. Not looking for the platform, not looking for the financial gain, not looking for the fancy car, not looking for the fancy house, not not prophesying the house, the car, not prophesying the, the, the riches and the wealth, but those that are simply willing to write the vision as I dictated to you. Those that are simply willing to climb, wait, and see, and so and hear what I, what I, God says, will tell them to speak. Are you men and women of God that I'm talking to? Are you those people? Are you that remnant that are willing to sit patiently, wait patiently, climb purposely to your watchtower to wait? But, but, but the stones are coming at me as I try to climb and they're hitting me and I'm, and I'm being bruised. And I, but you, are you willing, are you willing to climb to your watchtower? And after all the climbing, the bruising, the battering it took to get to that watchtower, are you then willing to wait? Are you then willing to wait to hear what God would have you to say? He's establishing his witness in the earth realm. God is establishing his witness in the earth realm. God is establishing his witness in the earth realm. And we have our instructions from Habakkuk 2. We're going to climb to our watchtower and we're going to wait and see what the Lord will tell us to say. And we say nothing. We are doer. Our door is to simply write the vision. Our door, he gives us instructions in verse two, write the vision. Verse three, write the vision, make it plain. Habakkuk's instruction, climb, climb to your watchtower and wait and see what the Lord would have you to say. We are moving into a new dispatch. No, nothing is not going to ever 
be the same again. God is establishing his witness, a new witness in the earth realm through the men and women of God. So I speak to you today prophetically and I cause you, I cause you to climb to your watchtower. I cause you to wait and see what the Lord shall tell you to say. I call you to write the vision and make it plain so that those that will read it will be able to run the course and they'll be able to finish the race. He's establishing witness in the earth realm. I command your ears I command your ears to hear the word of the Lord, the dictation of the Lord as you begin to write the vision. I command you leaders, 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 apostles, prophets, pastors, Tolashaka, I command your ears to hear the vision as dictated by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Prophets, I command your hands to begin and your feet to begin to climb to your watchtowers that you may hear, that you may hear and see what the Lord would have you to say. That you may hear and see only what the Lord God would have you to say. I command a blood-covered hedge of protection leaders, apostles, pastors, prophets, to be around your ear gates. Prophets, I command the blood of Jesus to guard you as you climb to your watchtowers. I command a blood-covered hedge of protection around your ear gates as you begin to hear what the Lord will have you to say would have you to say the Lord alone would have you to say the Lord and the false prophets the false apostles prophets pastors and teachers teachers kosha your mouth be closed now your mouth be sealed tosata your mouth be sealed toka the word of the Lord Tayashai I usher I usher you in the will of the Lord be done the will of the Lord be done. I usher you in to Sabashai to establish your witness in the earth realm. We pray now. Your true apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, and evangelists, Lord God. Shield them now, God, in the name of Jesus. Enclose them now in your blood-covered hedge of protection. I send this out. Across the airwaves internationally. Cover, cover God. As you begin to speak your vision, as you begin to dictate your oracles, your vision. I command, I command your chosen hands to write the vision and to make it plain. I command your chosen climbers to climb prophets, climb prophets, climb prophets to your watchtowers. 
so that you may see and hear what the Lord would have you to say. As we enter into a new dispensation, I cause your ears to hear plainly what the Lord God shall speak unto you. I command the Lord's dictated words to guide your hands that you would write the vision that you might make it plain so that those that read it will run can run with it can run clearly with it can run clearly with it and as we go into this new dispensation I command the presence of God to rest not only on us but in us in the name of Jesus and I command you Lord God to stand up in us stand up in us as you have promised stand up in us and let your word let your words proceed out of our mouths only your words proceed out of our mouths we give you praise and honor and glory for how you bought us and for how you've kept us how you've kept your holy apostles prophets pastors and teachers how you've kept your witnesses your witnesses and your new witness to be established in the earth realm fall upon fall upon fall upon us now in the name of Jesus in the name of the Lord God your perfect will be done we thank you for how you've kept us through danger seen and unseen. We thank you for how you made ways for us out of no way. We thank you for how you provided for us in a time, God, in this time, God. We thank you, God, for those that you've called home to be with you, Lord. And we know to be absent from the body is to be present with you. And we thank you that they're present with you. And we thank you, God, that while we're still here in the earth room, that we still have a work assigned to our hand. We thank you, God, for positioning us for power to finish our work. We thank you for positioning us for power to finish the work that you've assigned to our hand. We thank you that you alone know our ending from our beginning. We thank you that you alone hold the plan for our lives. And it's a good plan. It's of good things. We thank you for every provision to build and rebuild. We thank you for provision to build and rebuild. We thank you for wisdom to write the vision and to make it plain and to run and to run and to speak. We thank you. We thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. Our Lord and Savior, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Oh, give God praise. Oh, give God praise. Oh, give God praise. Oh, give God praise. As we close out our session for this podcast for 2020, we'll see you in 2021. And I ask you today to sow an end of year seed into this podcast. I thank you so much for keeping this podcast on the air and helping to um, to to basically expand it so that it's heard internationally. And for those of you who are listening in different time frames, I thank you so much 
much, my friends from Kenya. I thank you so much for joining and, and, and being patient with me throughout this year. I thank you all so much. And I'm looking forward to the new things that God is doing in us all and through us all. Please keep me in your prayers. Keep this podcast in your prayers. We want to continue to bless God. Keep our leaders in prayer. Keep one another's in prayer. Okay? Don't stop. Don't ever stop praying. It is our communication with God. There is no one you should be talking to anymore than you talk to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because he is our keeper. He is our sustainer. And I thank you all so much for everything. And I will be praying for you all. And I ask that you continue to pray for me. I am praying for each and every one of you. Please continue to pray for